Assalamu alaikum dear listeners and welcome to CIC's podcast channel. In this series, Sheikh Akram will explore the profound teachings of Imam Nawawi, one of the most revered Islamic scholars of our time. His collection of 40 hadith encompasses a treasure trove of guidance and timeless wisdom. So get ready to be inspired and motivated. قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول بني الإسلام على خمس شهادة لا إله إلا الله وأن محمد رسول الله وإقام الصلاة وإيتاء الزكاة وحج البيت وصوم رمضان رواه البخاري ومسلم. This third hadith is the famous hadith of the five pillars of Islam. In the first two hadith was by from Umar bin Khattab رضي الله تعالى عنه. The third one is from his son. Abdullah ibn Umar ibn Khattab You know, he's also very important in Islam. Abdullah ibn Umar ibn Khattab has so much virtues for him. And actually, he also deserved to be Khalifa. Uh, but Umar ibn Khattab did not like the Khilafah to continue his family. So when Umar ibn Khattab nominated six, six people that you know, they be consulted and one of them become Khalifa, so he said, my son Abdullah ibn Umar, he can be consulted, but he'll not be one of them. And he said, I don't want from Ali Khattab, from family Khattab, except one person in the day judgment to be responsible for Khilafah. And that's why people say that from every family, so many people claim to become Khalifa and all the time war happened, but nobody ever came from the family of Umar because of his saying that nobody from my family, one person is enough. So Abdullah, no, and people say, Abdullah Umar, he was no doubt really better than many, many people who became Khalifa, like Muawiyah, not so senior. So he deserved that and very pious person in Islam. And this famous hadith depends on him. So hadith is that the Prophet said, Boniyal Islam ala khamsin. Islam is built on five things. So in Arabic language, when you say khamsin, you know, if you know the grammar, the way is you can say khamsatun and khamsatin. Khamsin. Khamsatun and khamsun. Thalathatun and thalathun. Arbaatun and arbaatun. The way in Arabic language is if the number that you're going to mention, it is masculine, then you bring ta in the number. So for example, if you want to say five men, you have to say khamsatu rijalin. Khamsatu rijalin. For the masculine, you mention, we put ta. If you want, number is feminine, then you don't have ta. So you will say khamsu niswatin. So when the hadith says ala khamsin, it means that the number, it must be feminine. So people say, and also some hadith has come very clear anyway, that the meaning is Boniyal Islam ala khamsi da'aima. Da'aim is jam'a of da'amatun, and da'amatun means pillar. So Islam is built on five pillars. No doubt these five things in Islam, they are more important than anything else. And it is very, it is, it is really big mistake to make anything in Islam equal to these five things. In Islam, there is nothing equal to shahada, to the prayer, to the fasting, to the zakah and to the hajj. These five things are the most important in Islam. Islam is built upon them. For many, many reasons, they are so important in Islam. Nothing can be important. They are the pure ibadah. If people want to do any, make anything ibadah, it only can happen when these ibadah are there properly. If somebody does not pray and does other things, they are not you know, accepted in that way. Make your prayer properly, make your fasting properly. These things are the main essence of Islam. Without them, Islam does not exist. So these are five pillars of Islam. The first one is Shahadat la ilaha illallah wa anna Muhammad Rasulullah. It has come in the before. Wa iqam is salah and to establish the prayer. 
you know, in the, before you have one to qima salah, here you've got iqam salah. The way in Arabic language again is that the aqama yuqimu, the master will be iqamatun. There should be iqamatu salah. But sometimes, Arab, Arab, because you know what happens, uh, let me explain in a more, in a more clear way. The way basically is when you say qama yaqumu means standing. And when you make it, uh, you know, a verb, transitive, then you have to make it iqwamun. Iqwamun does not exist. What Arab do actually is they change wow. So instead of aqwama, the verb becomes aqama. Aqama yuqimu. The masdar should be iqwamun. But Arabs change wow and they make it iqamun. Because wow have been dropped to, to remind that they bring a ta at the end. So it becomes iqamatun. Like for example, wazana yazinu means to weigh something, to measure something. So when they make masdar, they make wazunun and zenatun. So when they make zenatun, ta, ta has come in the place of wow. Similarly, when they say iqamatun, iqamatun, ta has come in the place of wow. Wow is missing, so they brought ta at the end to remind of the wow. And sometimes, because they make it more lighter, what they do, they even drop the ta. iqamun. It used to be iqamun, then became iqamatun, and from iqamatun, it is allowed to say also say iqamun, either making it lighter. So that what the Prophet says, iqamis salah. Otherwise, it should be iqamatis salah. I know, establishing the prayer, and as meaning it to make the prayer as good as possible. And giving the zakah. In some hadith, you know, itaus zakah has come, uh, uh, you know, and then after that, psalm has come. In some hadith, psalm has come, uh, you know, after, after hajj. But anyway, the little change of the order. And doing the hajj of the house. Ramadan And the fasting in the month of Ramadan. So these are the five pillars, uh, you know, famous pillars of, his, uh, of Islam. And Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah ta'ala, had made the order of his book in that way. Kitabu Salah first, then Kitabu Zakat. Then Kitabul Hajj and then Kitabul Psalm. Other people have made Psalm even before that. There are a little bit difference of the opinion in, in, in this matter. So it is very famous Hadith really. And no doubt I measure really. These five things in Islam, they are more important than anything else. else. First, people have trained themselves in, in this matter than everything else. Only one thing which actually could be equal to them is Jihad in the path of Allah Taala. If you read the Quran, you can see, you know, Jihad is so important. Actually, the Quran mentions jihad more than in many, many things in Islam. So, question can come why jihad is not mentioned here because jihad is so important. So, in this question was actually uh, even Abdullah Umar, the narrator of the hadith, he was asked why not jihad? So he was, you know, why not jihad? jihad He said jihad is good, but this is how the Prophet has taught us. The Prophet taught us five pillars. He did not mention jihad. Though jihad is good. So the ulama said the reason jihad is not mentioned, this one is for two reasons. One is because jihad is for the kifaya, it's not for du'ayn. For du'ayn means those things which become obligatory on the individuals. So like the prayer, anybody who becomes adult, it is obligatory on them to pray. Anybody who is adult, when the month of Ramadan comes, everybody must fast the month of Ramadan. Anybody who is adult, if they, you know, they, they have enough money to pay zakat, they have to give zakat. Anybody who become adult, you know, and if they have enough means to go for hajj, they must go for hajj. These ibadah, they are on every individual. While jihad is not on the individual, jihad is on the jama'ah. Meaning is, if a, a part of the Muslim community, those who can do jihad properly, they are doing it, so it is not obligatory on the rest of the people. Like for a funeral prayer, when a funeral prayer comes, you know, so some people should attend. If they, some people have attended, 
that is a fine. But if nobody comes, then everybody will be sinful. So jihad is not fardu ayn, it is fardu kifaya. Fardu kifaya means when something belongs to the community, not the individuals. The Muslim community, they must do jihad, not individuals necessarily. And second thing is that these five things, they are always obligatory. And jihad is only obligatory when there is need for jihad. It could also come sometimes when there is no jihad. You know, because you know, all, everybody is fine and, and, and nothing happening. So for these two reasons, people say that jihad is not mentioned here. In this one, actually, no doubt, you know, the order of everything could keep changing. But there's no doubt that after the shahada, after declaration of your Islam, the most important actually thing further on the believers is to do the prayer. There's nothing more important than the prayer. And if the Prophet actually had emphasized on the prayer so much. In one of the hadiths from Jabir the Prophet said, Between the man and between the kufr and shirk, the only difference is the prayer. Those who pray, they are Muslims. Those who don't pray, they are in the shirk and kufr. So shirk, salah basically the prayer is <coughs> like criteria to, to separate Muslims from, from believers, from unbelievers. So it is very, very important. And uh, no doubt really these things, uh, you know, obligatory things are there, but they are so important in Islam that Islam wants the believers to do more than that. So the prayer is obligatory five times a day. But the Prophet ﷺ made many sunnah as well in the prayer. It's so important. So the Prophet ﷺ used to pray two rakat fajr, uh, further, but two rakat sunnah as well before that. The Prophet ﷺ used to do four rakat further zuhr, but before that, according to some people, two rakat before that, or according to some people, four rakat before that. And, and after four rakat zuhr, he used to do two rakat sunnah. Then after Maghrib, he used to do two rakat. After Isha, two rakat. You can see, you know, the Prophet ﷺ wanted to make this habit that these actions are so much in a beloved to Allah Taala, we have to do them more and more. And then he made more nafl. And the Prophet sometimes makes his prayer so long in, in, in the night, like some, you know, Quran, Quran also hints to that, and also some hadith, the Prophet sometimes, you know, more than around two-thirds of the night, just in the prayer. So these actions basically are very, very important. You know, nothing can be similar to, you know, just sitting around is not, not equal to the, those who do. If somebody is sitting around, and somebody who do the prayer, the one who is busy in the prayer, he has more reward. He is nearer to Allah Taala. Even if somebody has done one prayer than, more than me, he is nearer to Allah Taala than me. Every single rakah of the prayer makes people nearer to Allah Taala. Every single day of fasting makes people nearer to Allah Taala. This life basically has been given that you make sacrifice and become nearer to Allah Taala. The life is not to be sitting in idle and laziness. Life is for action. Keep working hard. You know, and, and enjoy that. You know, don't think the prayer, like many people think the prayer is a burden. It is not a burden. Doing the prayer should be enjoyment for the believer. Believers should actually find opportunity how to, how to, how to pray. And you can see actually the people in the past, you know, they could not imagine how to live without the prayer. Like Imam Sheikh Ahmed from India, he used to say that how I can survive if there is no prayer in, in the grave? How can we live there in the, in the grave? How can we live without the prayer? So the prayer actually, you know, prayer and fasting, zakat and hajj, there should be something people enjoy them. And people find excuse really to do more and more, as much as possible, as the Prophet used to do. You know, fasting on the month of Ramadan. Then he used to fast three days, you know, every month. Then he used to fast every Monday and Thursday. And then not only that, the Prophet used to come to his house, his wife say, and he used to ask after Fajr prayer, is there anything to eat? If they said nothing to eat, then he would say, in this I am fasting. 
and you can see how much charity how much spending money the path of allah ta'ala so these actions really keep doing you know it is not that you have done something and they relax nothing relax they should don't think that you have done five times prayer and that's it keep doing more and more there's no sitting and the enjoyment of the believer actually is to do as much as possible you know uh, i read there in one of the poetic verse actually in urdu which i like very much really and he says the poet said justuju hai zindagi dauqe talab hai zindagi zindagi ka raaz lekin dur ye manzil mein hai you know life is not just sitting idle life is to keep working hard life is to keep searching and looking for your desire for your for your wish what you looking for life means to have this taste enjoyment how to search and he said you know the secret of the life is not that you get what you want secret of life is that your destination become far far away to enjoy keep working like you know iqbal you know the great poet of india he never went for hajj but one of his persian poem persian poems he imagines that he has gone for hajj he is going for hajj and then he says to his she camel you know, he is walking and you know he just imagine that on the she camel and she is going taking him for the hajj so then she he asked the she camel no please move slowly because i want to enjoy every single moment of the journey this is so beloved to me and put your feet on the ground the sand very in nicely and easily because these are the sand which have been walked on by the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam you know he wants to make journey as long as possible because they want to enjoy you know those people who just want to get everything very quickly they don't know how to enjoy enjoyment is not only to get the destination enjoyment also is to keep walking to make your destination longer so this at the believers really should, should never think really that you know, how quickly i get paradise believers should enjoy the way to paradise the way to a paradise if it is longer it is better you enjoy it and if that way you can see the people of the great you know great people islam they have done so much you know in hajj those days the hajj used to be so so difficult and it is has come that imam hanifa rahimullah taala at least did fifth hajj 50 times ibn ayna rahimullah taala has done around 70 times hajj just imagine that many many people have been doing so many hajj it was not easy going from iraq walking on the feet every day every year for the hajj was not easy sometimes people used to spend more than four months just in the hajj not like our time but still keep doing so people should enjoy every of these ibadah and one of the great tabi'i from the family of abu kasdiq radiyallahu ta'ala from banu tam muhammad ibn al-qadir who is great teacher of the hadith one of the highest teacher for imam malik and sufyan ibn rahimullah ta'ala it has come about him that he did hajj 33 times muhammad al-qadir from madina and he did perform hajj 33 times when he was last time in his hajj you know 33 last time in hajj he when he was in arafat now he done the hajj to so he made dua he said allahumma innaka innaka ta'lamu anni waqaftu bi mawqifi hadha 33 waqfatan oh my lord you know that i have stayed in arafat 33 times fawahidatan an fardi to one of them is for, for myself my own fard wawahid wa thaniya nabi and second one is for my father wa thalitha an ummi and the third one for my mother to three hai one for myself one for my father one for my mother wa ashhiduka ya rabbi anni qad wahabtu thalathina liman waqafa bi mawqifi hadha wa lam tataqabbal minhu oh my lord i making you i making you witness that rest of my 30 hajj are my gift for those believers who come for hajj but you did not accept from them so i want to instead of that take my hajj for them when he moved from arafat then the call came from heaven jabn al munkadir atatakarramu ala man khalaq al karam wal jud o sana munkadir do you are you showing your generosity 
and karam over the one who created generosity you want to become more generous than me you know the voice came wa izzati wa jalali inni laqad ghafartu liman waqafa bi arafat qabla an akhluqa arafat bi alf aam you know by by my 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 honor and by my greatness i forgiven the people who stayed arafat even before i created arafat 50000 years before creation Do you know these rewards are really amazing when people go for hajj they come back they're like a newborn baby you know who we are so much dirty in the sins we need to be purified and clean to so every of these ibadah the same prayer when people go from their house do wudu and they walk to the mosque and they attend the prayer for every single step that they put really they, their sins are removed and they get reward they come from the mosque and sins are forgiven you know how much reward there in the prayer same in the fasting how much people wake up to near allah subhanahu wa ta'ala same in the zakat to all these you know five, you know five pillars of islam they are very very important people never should actually underestimate them and nothing can be better than them whatever people do nothing can be even nafl prayer never can be equal to fard prayer if somebody spend all the night in the nafl prayer and he misses the fard of fajr with the jamaa the person who did fard of prayer of, of the fajr with the jamaa has more reward then the one who has been praying all the night and missed the fard missed the jamaa imagine because whatever is fard is more important than the sunnah and sunnah is more important than the rest of the nafl if anybody does the prayer of aisha and fajr with the jamaa their eyes as they have been praying all the night and then if you do more prayer in the night you get more reward no doubt of that to so understand this thing never never you know disbalance thing islam actually is is order and balance to so the faraid they are more important than the sunan and the sunan are more important than rest of the of, of the nawafil and the prayer and the fasting and the zakat and the hajj they are more important than anything in islam because these things they are pillars of islam and that why in so many hadith you know they have been mentioned uh, you know in in, in, the, in this order now next hadith al hadith al rabi'ah an abi abdul rahman abdullah ibn mas'ud radiyallahu ta'ala anhu qala hadathna rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam wa huwa as-sadiq al-mastuq inna ahadakum yajma'u khalquhu fi batn ummihi 40 yawman nutfatan thumma yakunu alaqatan mithla dhalika thumma yakunu mudghatan mithla dhalika thumma yursalu ilayhi al-malak fayanfakh fihi ar-ruh wa yu'mar bi arba'i kalimatin bi katb rizqihi wa ajalihi wa 'amalihi wa shaqiy aw sa'id فوالله الذي لا اله غيره ان احدكم لا يعمل بعمل اهل الجنه حتى ما يكون بينه وبينها الا ذراع فيسبق عليه الكتاب فيعمل بعمل اهل النار فيدخلها وان احدكم لا يعمل بعمل اهل النار حتى ما يكون بينه وبينها الا ذراع فيسبق عليه الكتاب فيعمل بعمل اهل الجنه فيدخلها this is one of the important hadith again in sahih bukhari muslim it is narrated from abdullah ibn mas'ud radiyallahu one of the great companions and you know an expert of the hadith and the fiqh among the companions and uh, umar khattab radiyallahu anhu appointed him as a teacher for the people of kufa and he wrote letter to the people of kufa inni athartukum bi abdullah ala nafsi i you know i i want abdullah mas'ud to be with me but i preferred your need over my need very important person and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam liked liked him so so much and when abu musa shahid radiyallahu anhu he came from yemen after the conquest of khaybar and he, he said in the beginning we used to think that abdullah masood is from the family of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam so much attached so much nearer to him to so, note he is one of the great you know uh, you know expert of the uh, of, of the fiqh in in in, in his, among the companions and hanafi madhab mostly is based on the fatwa and the preference of abdullah masood allah taala anhu to so, this hadith is by him he died in the year 33 of hijra during the khilafah of uthman allah taala anhu so hadith hadith in 
He said, حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وهو الصادق المستوق. This you don't find any other hadith. This is the hadith where you find this word الصادق المستوق. The Allah the Messenger has narrated to us and he is the true. Sadiq means the one who speaks truth. And Masduq means the one with, to whom the truth has been spoken. Meaning is whatever the Prophet taught us, he was right. And the message that he received from the heaven, you know, the message was true to him. So he was right and revelation which came to him, that was also true. Why he need to say something like that? Because the content of this hadith is basically beyond human understanding at least that time, beyond human imagination. So nobody will know. So he wants to say that this knowledge we are getting from someone who spoke truth and he himself was given the knowledge from the heaven and the knowledge that came to him was true. And the content was you know, something which actually people cannot get from the mind that we can see Mu'tazila in the second century of Hijrah and after that for a long time they basically used to, their, one of their you know, things that they known is denying this hadith. This hadith, Mu'tazila always used to laugh at that because they used to think it is so uh, you know, irrational, it is not rational. This hadith never can be you know, understood properly. But now everybody believes in that. This hadith basically now scientifically and everybody believes how true it is. But people who used to follow their mind more than the revelation, if this hadith could not fit in their mind, so they rejected it. Similarly, actually, there are many hadith that don't fit in the mind of our, our time. So people think they are not right. But people don't understand there are certain things their meaning, time has not come for their meaning. Time will come when you know their meaning. And there are certain things you will, you will know when you die. You have to wait for your death. The avid and interpretation of certain things only will come when people die. Certain things you only we can know properly when you are in your grave. Certain things you only can know when you are in the day of judgment. So don't deny things because of your you know, small and minor aql. People don't know. So there are ta'wil of many things which have not come yet. Like Mu'tazila, they denied this hadith and now ta'wil has come. Similarly, there are many hadith that ta'wil will come when we are in the grave. Their ta'wil will come when we are in the day of judgment. You know, there nobody has more knowledge than the Prophet There nobody has better knowledge than the Prophet The hadith said, the Prophet said, إِنَّ أَحَدَكُمْ إِجْمَعُوا خَلْقُهُ فِي بَطْنِ أُمِّهِ أَرْبَعِينَ يَوْمًا نُطْفَةً In one of you, their creation is kept, gathered in the, in the womb of the belly of the mother, their mother, 40 days as seed or as sperm. So when people, in the drop comes from the from back of the father, in the womb of the mother, it remains as a seed or as nutfa or as sperm for 40 days. Then it remains as a, as a clot of, of blood for 40 days. Then after that it becomes like a morsel of flesh for, for, for 40 days. So it becomes how many days? 120 days. Then after that angel is sent and the angel blows the spirit inside there. So then after 120 days, basically after 120 days, then the people get the life from the heaven. And the angel is commanded to write four words. To write down its provision. That this person who is in the womb of the mother, how much he is going to eat, what he is going to eat, where he is going to eat, every single thing that what he is going to eat from his birth and for until his death, whatever he is going to eat, how much he is going to eat and whatever provision he is going to get from his Lord, it is written there. And his death. Where he is going to die, how he is going to die, when he is going to die, everything is going to be written properly. Nobody can miss that. 
that already written the place where people die the time when they die the condition that they die nobody knows it is written there really and that why you know one of the arab poets idha ma himamul mar'i kana bi baldatin idha ma himamul mar'i kana bi baldatin da'atu ilayha hajatun fayatiru whenever the death of any money body is in a certain town then some need will call him to that town and he will fly there and die when wherever if it is written for me to die somewhere else i will fly there i will go there and i'll die like the story is that once sulaiman alayhi salam he was sitting with his friends and the angel of death came to see him and the angel of death was staring at one of the company of of sulaiman alayhi salam so when the angel left then this company of sulaiman alayhi salam said to him i am so much scared can you make me to fly to india and then it became you know, Allah Subhanahu has given the power and he made him to fly to india next time when the angel of death came the sulaiman alayhi salam asked him that when you came that day why you were staring at one of my friend until he was so scared that he asked me you know to make him to fly to india so he said the reason is because when i was sent to you i had this message from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take his soul in india so i was thinking i staring at him that this person is here and i am going to take his soul in india and when i came to india he was there so i took his soul there so you know wherever people have to die they will die nobody can actually change this uh, you know so this uh, this is written there wa amalihi an izamal whether you pious and pious good amal bad amal bad action anything whatever you do it is written there wa shaqiyun aw saeedun and whether people are lucky or unlucky people are you know pious or whatever it is written there wallahi alladhi la ilaha ghayruhu by allah with you know there is no ilaha other than him inna ahadakum la ya'malu bi amali ahli jannah one of you keep doing the actions of the people of paradise hatta ma yakunu bainahu bainha illa dira'un until there nothing left between him and the paradise except like one arm fayasbiqu alayhi alkitab then the book of writing of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes you know winning means it, it becomes more dominant it becomes determining determining fayamalu bi amali ahli nar then this person changed himself and start doing the work of people of fire fayadkhuluha and then he enters into fire وَإِنَّ أَحَدَكُمْ لَا يَعْمَلُ بِعَمَلِهِ النَّارِ and one of you keep doing the work of the people of fire حتى ما يكون بين بينه وبينها إلا ذراع until between him and fire is only one arm فيسبق على الكتاب and then the book of Allah becomes true writing of Allah becomes true فيعمل بعمله الجنة and then he does the work of people of paradise فيدخلها and he enters us to no doubt really that everything whatever people do whatever you know people action people do everything already written by allah taala done by him and written by him there have been people in the past who used to say allah knows everything but he does not do everything so you know people used to deny the qadr but the belief of the people of ahl sunnah wal jamaah is allah knows everything in advance he has written down everything in advance and he is the doer of everything creator of everything and people basically when they do they are earning that we use another word but taqdeer is true what allah subhanahu wa taala has written down for every single person whatever he is going to get and whatever is written there it never can can be missing this taqdeer and destiny that is written by allah subhanahu wa taala it is written more than once this time is actually when for every individual written when they they get life in the womb of the mother that individual writing but there is another destiny that is written actually for everybody uh, you know long time ago uh, you know 50000 year before the creation of the heaven and earth for every single person all the human being it already has been written down what will be the name of the person whatever he do everything is written down 
تو ففٹی تھاؤزینڈ ایئر بفور دا کریشن آف دا ہیون دا ارتھ ایوری بڈیز تقدیر آلریڈی واز ریٹن ڈاؤن اینڈ دین وین پیپل آر ان دا وو آف دیر مدر اینڈ دے گیٹ دا لائف دین ایوری بڈیز انڈیویجول رائٹنگ اگین اسٹارٹس ایوری بڈی ہیز گٹ ہیز اون بک اینڈ دیٹ ریمینس ودیٹ پرسن اینڈ دیٹ قرآن سے ما اصاب من مصیبت فی الارض ولا فی انفسکم الا فی کتاب من قبل ان نبرآہا ان ذالک علی اللہ یسیر اینیتنگ دیٹ ہیپنس ٹو یو اٹ ایکچولی از آلریڈی ان دا کتاب آلریڈی ریٹن در حدیث ان صحیح مسلم فرام عبداللہ ابن عمر ابن عاصد اللہ تعالی عنہما فرام دا پرحر صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم ان اللہ قدر مقادیر الخلائق قبل ان یخلق السماوات والارض بخمسین عرف سنہ اللہ سبحانہ وتعالی حضرت ریٹن آل دا دیسٹرنی آف ایوری کریشن وات ایور ہیپن آل دا پرانیس آف دا پی ایباوڈ ایباوڈ کریشن ففٹی تھاؤزن ایر بیفور دا کریشن آف دا ہیون آن دا آرث ان ون آف دا حدیث فرام عباد The first thing that Allah created is the pen. فَقَالَ لَهُ اُكْتُبْ And then he commanded the pen to write down. فَجَرَى بِمَا هُوَ كَائِنُونَ إِلَى يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ And then the pen wrote down whatever is going to happen until the day of judgment. So no doubt really that in whatever is happening in this world, nothing is missing the plan of Allah. Nothing is missing the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything happening exactly according to his plan. Everything happening exactly according to his knowledge. In the daily day and life things, we really cannot change that. Whatever has been written down, we never can change. The thing really how frightening it is. You know, the thing really, if I sit down and think properly, that, you know, maybe Allah has written for me to be from the fire of hell. Can I ever be happy? Just imagine really, if I don't know, but if it, in my writing it is written that I am going to become from the fire of hell, of people of hell. Is it, going some, is it something that can make me happy? Can I laugh any, any, any time? Can I smile any time? You know, just think really if the, if the result of my life is something, you know, complete failure. You know, when people fail in this world, they still have hope to succeed. But this failure that people are going to the far of hell, it is something nobody can change. And that why Ibrahim Nakhai, you know, one of the pious and person and faqih of Islam, you know, when he was dying, so much scared. And people said to him that, you know, you are faqih of Iraq. Why you are so, so much scared? So he said, by Allah, I want the death to become stuck in my throat. I never die. Because soon my sanjar will come from my Lord and he will tell me whether I am in paradise or fire of hell. By Allah, I don't want to listen that. I don't want to listen that. What is my end? People don't want to listen that. You know, just imagine really how frightening the whole thing is. So people, should be, people have no time to, to laugh and to smile. If people know really what their end is, they never can laugh. Even after thinking that I could be I could be among the people of fire of hell. Even if the 10% chance, 20% chance, it should not leave me to, to smile. That why Salaf used to say, ma abkal uyuna, ma abkaha al-kitabu sabiq. Nothing make the eyed, nothing made the eyes to cry as much as the writing of Allah. What Allah has written for me, this makes us to cry so much that nothing can make us to cry. Qala Sufyan al-Badi Salihin, hal abkaka qattu ilmu Allah fika? Sufyan Thawri, he said to one of the pious person, has it ever happened that you cried because of Allah's knowledge about you? Allah knows that who you are. Maybe you go to Farafel. Did this thing ever made you cry? Because Sufyan Thawri, no doubt himself actually, was very pious person and all the time crying and weeping. And at least fear of Allah was so much deep that sometimes he used to urinate with the blood. These people, they are the people of knowledge. You know, when, when we enjoy this life and we are happy and walking and, and, and friendly with everybody, it is basically because we are not unaware. 
we are, we are unaware. We don't know what the future is. These people, they knew the future. They were that why just so much scared. So Sri Thauri said to this pious person, has it ever happened that Allah has the knowledge made you to cry? Then this person says, فَقَالُ ذَلَكَ الرَّجُلُ تَرَكْتَنِي لَا أَفْرَهُ أَبَدًا O Sufyan, you left me in a way that now I never can be happy. You said to me something which actually make me so worry that I never going to become happy. وَكَانَ سُفْيَانُ يَشْتَدُّ قَلَقُهُ مِنَ السَّوَابِقُ وَالْخَوَاتِينَ Sufyan Thawri used to cry for both things. He used to cry that what Allah's knowledge you know, so long, such a long time ago about me and he also used to cry that whether I am going to die as a believer or unbeliever. To khawatim and sababir means what Allah's knowledge has come about me and how I will be my ending. These two things used to make him to cry and worry. فَكَانَ يَبْكِي وَيَقُولْ أَخَافُ أَنْ أَكُونَ فِي أُمِّ الْكِتَابِ شَقِيَّةِ وَيَبْكِي وَيَقُولَ أَخَافُ أَنْ أُسْرِبَ الْإِيمَانَ عَدَّ الْمَوْتِ He used to say, I fear that maybe in the book of Allah I am shaqi, I am unlucky. And he used to cry and used to say, I fear that maybe when I die, my iman has been taken away from me. You know, just imagine if somebody dies without the iman, there's no salvation for him, no hope for that person. And there's no guarantee for us. You know, people can remain believer all their life. And just before death, their iman has been taken away. There's no guarantee. Allah has no, never made any guarantee. People should cry for that. People should actually remember that what Allah's book has written about, about them. People should cry what will happen at my end. And that was Sufyan Thayyur when he was dying. At the time of the death, he was really scared. Such a pious person. People say, hardly you can find anybody like him. You know, in Jawzi Rahmanullah Ta'ala said, there have been, you know, there never have been anybody similar to these three people in Islam. Hassan Basari, Sufyan Thawri, and Ahmad Hanbal. Very pious people. And then he said, if you make Umar Ibn Razid as the fourth, I don't mind. You know, so if you select the three people in Islam, Sufyan Thawri will be one of them. And Abu Hanifa used to say, if Al-Qama and Aswad, the best Tabi'in among the people of Kufa, they had been alive, they would have come to learn from Sufyan Thawri. How pious. This person with such a piety, and everybody agrees on his, you know, on his knowledge and piety. Muhammad Rahmullah used to say, Sufyan is Imam. Nobody in my, my heart is ahead of Sufyan. Somebody said to Sufyan, to Muhammad, that you know, you saying this and Fuqaha said something else. So then Muhammad said, have you seen any faqih? Al-Faqih Sufyan al-Thawri, Faqih Sufyan al-Thawri. Such a man on whose fiqh and, you know, and wisdom and, and fear of Allah, everybody agrees. But this person when he was dying, so much scared. So the person asked him, it looks like that you, know, you have done so much sin. He said, no, I don't have any fear of the sin. My fear is that maybe I die and my iman has been taken away from me. This is my fear. You know, and we are not pious people, but still we don't, we don't have fear. كان مالك بن دينار رحمه الله تعالى يقوم طول ليله قابضا على لحيته ويقول يا رب قد علمت ساكن الجنة من ساكن النار فأي الدارين منزل مالك مالك بن دينار رحمه الله تعالى used to stand in the prayer in the night holding his beard and he used to say oh my lord you know who are the people of paradise and you know who are the people of farafil you know both of them ففي أي الدارين منزل مالك in which of these two houses is the house of مالك where do I belong? From the people of fire or with the people of, uh, uh, of paradise? Where I am? You know, this really makes people to frighten. قال سحل بن عبد الله تستري سحل بن عبد الله تستري رحمه الله تعالى one of the pious person. He said خوف الصديقين خوف السوء الخاتمة عند كل خطوة وكل حركة People who are صديقين the true people in Iman and belief 
their fear is that when they die maybe their iman has been taken away from them every on every step and every movement that was the fear so no doubt really you know this hadith of abdullah basud allah ta'ala is very frightening hadith that you know we don't know what allah has written for us and we don't know whether i'm going to die as believer or uh, as unbeliever it should make us all the time cry and weep and thinking and i know as much as possible then we to hope that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive but people who live like life of you know thus without fear and the ghafla you know they are not right people all the people of pious people of islam this is how much fear was there once abu hanifa rahimullah was doing the after, after a short prayer he started you know started his own nafl prayer and then he, uh, he read this verse of the quran wamtazul yawm ayyuhal mujrimun o criminals o those who committed the crime you should be separated in this world everybody you know good people bad people they are mixed but in the day of judgment allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say all the criminals and all the bad people and all those who commit sin they should be separated and people say when we came back after sleep in the morning prayer we saw abu hanifa rahmatullah still reading the same verse of the quran wamtazul yawm ayyuhal mujrimun and saying that i in this world i am with everybody but in the next world it could be that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes me among mujrimin and ask me to be separate you know if abu hanifa such a pious person he think that he could be among the mujrimin and sinat who we are so that that what we should think people should never be arrogant never be proud unless you know your result like in one of the pious person he said to his disciples gave him money a lot of money and, and said that you know when i die if i die saying la ilaha illallah and after that i don't say anything else then buy nice sweet and this and that and distribute among the people that i among the people of you know paradise and but if i don't say la ilaha illallah then you know tell everybody that i have died as the man of the fire of hell nobody should be deceived by me you know this is the thing that these people the so much thinking about their own end and actually the the reason that you know one of the story that when in mongols they came to conquer in a muslim world in the 6th century of islam and century of hijra you know mongols came and destroyed you know uh, all these big city of islam nashapur and you know all this khorasan and then iraq the ruined by them because there have been never a destruction in the in the world as mongols have done with the, with the muslim world and then they become you know full power to one of the great grandson of holaku uh, you know he was a ruler so he was going uh, in in one of the you know forest you know and uh, for hunting and there he saw a muslim you know pious person old person to so his uh, this uh, grandson of holaku he said to this muslim pious person you know are you better or my dog is better than you just he wanted to make a joke fun laughing at him when well, you know, a pious person he said to him i don't know now but when i'll die then i'll know you know halak you know he is just laughing and left and then when this pious person was dying so he said to his son then when i die if i die saying la ilaha illallah then come to the king and said to him that my father was better than your dog and if i die i don't say la ilaha illallah then don't don't come so when he died so he said la ilaha illallah and then his son went to the king and said you know the day you were hunting and you asked my father that you know whether your dog is better my father my father or my father better than your dog he didn't know the answer but now my father has died as believer so now he has said to me that to tell you that he was better than your dog he start thinking actually there are people who don't know that they are better than dog what makes them think like that and that is the story people say actually made made moved his mind and heart and he became muslim 
and that was the beginning of the Mongols to become Muslim. They came as destroyers, but at the end of the day, Alhamdulillah, the mercy of Islam, you know, kept them, and all these Mongols, especially in, in the eastern part of the Muslim world, they, they, they became Muslim. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To help us create more content like this and more, please consider supporting us by donating whatever you can. Please visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and click the donate button. Jazakallahu khairan.